Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, the podcast where I, your host, Connor McCabe, bring on a guest to hear from them about a meaningful or memorable video game from a particular moment in their life. On the show, you know we'll talk to our guest as much about what made playing the game special and memorable to them as we will get into the context of their life and when they had this memorable time with it. Um, a little bit of housekeeping uh, up top is that anything that my guest or I plug today. If you're interested in uh, following those links, finding out what we've got going on, there are going to be a ton of links in the show notes. So whether you're listening on a podcast app uh, or watching on YouTube, uh, if you just scroll down and check out that description, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I've got it all set up for you. So uh, I guess I'm patting myself on the back is what's happening here. Either way, if you want to find anything that we have going on you can follow those links there uh and then uh before we you know, get into it as well um as you know you can follow us on patreon uh if you like the conversations that i have with people about video games and you just you know you're feasting for more video game podcasts uh well there's a truly uh, like a treasure trove amount of bonus stuff that you can follow uh, or find at patreon Again, patreon.com slash supernpcradio, where for as low as a dollar a month, you can support us and find uh, bonus content from the makers of this show and the shows on our network. But that'll do it for the housekeeping for this episode. And I'll finally introduce our guest for today's, uh, seg for today's I guess, edition. I almost said segment, but this is like a series of segments. Uh, I'll comment more on how I'm doing this later. Please welcome to the microphone, writer, actor, and producer, Corinne Wells. Hello. Happy Hello. to be here. Hey, so happy that you're here. We made it work. You know, this this occasionally happens on the, on the show where, well, one, several things happen. I often give peeks behind the curtain to the listener more than they want. They're like, I don't need to know how this all happened. Uh, but what has happened occasionally is that, you know, a guest and I, we're trying our darndest to get an episode together. We're trying to meet. We're even maybe yes. scheduling and moving. And this is one of those where it feels like we really earned being here we on the did. podcast today. We really did. This was supposed to happen last year. Yes. Yeah. And it's Technically. a fun time of the year where we can say <laughs> that and it sounds more significant than it is. Um, but uh, yes, it was supposed to happen last year, but here we are. Brand new year, new us. Year. Uh, yeah, a new perspective, honestly, on video games altogether. Yeah. And you know what? Kind of like life, I think a fresh perspective is really healthy, even in video games. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Anyway, couldn't be happier to be here recording with you today, uh, Corinne. Um, I know you actually tangentially similar to how I know the majority of the guests who come on this show. Um, mm -hmm. I think I I technically know you because we played on the same baseball team this year. Yeah. Uh, Shout this, out to Satchels. Go Satchels. Uh, and 
And just in case you're concerned, trust me, satchels have been brought up several times this year on the podcast. So Hell yeah. they're, they're, they're the, for sure, our listeners' favorite team in the whole world. Absolutely. I hope yes. they have merch. Yeah. Oh, they, and if they don't, they need it. Um, You know, shout out to our uh, for, for, like guest on episode like 20 something, Jackie Neal, who's our manager. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I met you through that uh, at our first team practice. And I still vividly remember uh, sitting with you at, I don't remember what the bar is called in Burbank. Do you remember that oh, place? Yeah, that we I do remember that bar. Yes. Yes. It sounds, looks like we I both can't remember. Because <laughs> I don't live in Burbank. Me neither. <laughs> so, yes. Yes. Yeah. But I'm very seldom go up there. Yes. It's truly like playing in that baseball league for two seasons has uh, jumped my Burbank uh i guess a time by hundreds of percentages uh yeah yeah um, i i was dating someone who lived there at the time and i think once we broke up it's probably around the time i stopped coming yeah. to the game <laughs> yes you're like they can't possibly come accidentally stumble onto my field and watch me no. fielding a ground ball um can't do it yes that's funny and that will that is so relatable uh, and absolutely will have an effect. I've definitely like dated people or like even had maybe closer friendships that are n- no longer close in my life. And then mm-hmm. certain spots and areas yeah. I avoid. Actually, did you, cause I know you, we're, we're going to learn more about you too, before mm-hmm. I actually finally, um, or, you know, at, at a certain point, I'm going to wrap this part up, but yeah. you're from Philadelphia. Did you mm-hmm. travel home for the holidays? I went home for Thanksgiving. Okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah. But for Christmas, I stayed here. And then for New Year's, I was in Hawaii, baby. Oh, very nice. <laughs> Just having a tropical uh, New Year. That's wonderful. What, well, um, I what I was going to, I asked that because when I was just home uh, for the holidays, I realized I, I have like an anxiety now about running into people from my hometown um and modesto california while it is a large is a city is not quite like the large metropolitan area that that philadelphia is and of course i don't know maybe you were from a suburb or or something i was yeah there you go Mm -hmm. but i just i think i i've had this feeling plenty of times going home for like a five-day period but this time i was actually like consciously aware that it was anxiety that i was feeling like yeah. I didn't even want to like, cause I like to go on little cute walks and I, I was like, <laughs> Oh, what if, what if so-and-so sees me or what if someone's mom drives by and pulls over to say hi? Like, I don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've, every time I've gone home, um, cause I lived in New York, which is not far. So I was home a yes. lot. The only person, the only people I've ever run into are old teachers. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's that actually, for some reason. It's actually quite delightful to yes. run into an old teacher, especially if you're doing well. Yeah. Because um, then you can be like, hey, I'm great. Yeah. You did your job well. <laughs> yeah. And you played a part in that. Yeah. And gosh. they're like, I kind of remember you. I don't. Yeah. I, gosh, I wish it was like old teachers that I ran into. I would, that would be really pleasant. Um, Anyway, thank you for letting me take us on that tangent. I just all to relate to your feeling of, of not wanting to go to Burbank so much. um, Yeah. 
So that's that's the kind of thing I do as a podcast host. <laughs> um, but that being said, we know each other through baseball. But the first, uh, I'll take us back finally uh, after our first practice when we were hanging out at that bar. I I think we were just making small talk and they talked about it came up somehow that we were both comedians uh, and that you were I think coaching the characters team at UCB at the time. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah. oh, I was like, oh, well, I'm on Herald night, you know, got to brag about that a bit. Um, and then turns you were just then you basically revealed to me all that you had been involved in, both like at UCB and then, you know, in your like career. And I was just blown away and was like, holy oh, shit. Yes. No way. That's amazing. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a lot of like really like wonderful stuff and things that I've like really gravitated towards. So congratulations. Um, so we sort of, sort of knew each other through comedy. Um, yeah. You know, you must've known Jackie's at some point, which is how you got mm -hmm. connected. Yeah. Yeah. We, we like did during the pandemic, we did like this online thing, uh, this, this, like, uh, I don't, I don't even know. It was for MTV before the VMAs or something. Uh -huh. And that's the first time I had ever met him. Okay, gotcha. Online, and then I moved here, and yes. he's everywhere. So yeah. truly, yeah, I yeah. know that he had posted like looking for, um, you know, yeah. like for Black like, women. yeah, for yeah. our team because like before, not to get into it too much, but like at the. The previous season, I think Jaquise was the only black person in the baseball mm -hmm. league. And so he's like, mm -hmm. if I'm going to have a team, it's not going to look like this anymore. But you came out. That's how we met. We got to play mm -hmm. a handful of games together. Um, Until I, I injured myself pretty badly. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Um, don't call it a comeback, folks. But uh, hey. <laughs> who's to say what's going to happen this next year? Um, but I'll be back. <laughs> yes. Th that which, hey, that would be awesome. Um so that's how we know each other. We talked a little bit about you and, and given some hints as to who Corinne Wells is, but what else do you want to share with the listener? Um, who are you? Is there anything that you want to like plug or shout out that you've been up to? Oh, sure. Um, I mean, not much that I want to like plug necessarily other than my improv shows. Yes. Hey, you would, uh, <laughs> I hope you understand you will not be the first nor the last fantastic yes. um occasionally you you can see me on ASCAT um uh I don't know when this is coming out but I'm in two this month um, oh what what dates because this is coming out uh on uh Wednesday the 10th oh I will be in the one on the 14th oh amazing uh, so, yeah come swing by and check it out <laughs> not sold out um yeah i also uh, have a team called gadget we have a show called the gadget hour uh we have uh our show is uh the first friday of the month at 10 p.m uh if you're awake so tonight for you yes yes okay cool tonight. i'm sure yeah, i saw yeah. you posting about that yeah um and then yeah i do i direct the character team called betty at ucb um i'm not on stage but you should still come check it mm -hmm. out because they are phenomenal and i'm obsessed with all of them i love that yeah the, the character teams they're they're always so much fun and so fantastic and it's it's a nice thing that didn't always have at ucb outside of mm -hmm. you know you can do character work of course on mod and hell if you're me Harold Knight as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, you shouldn't be, but um, that's that's really wonderful. Well, so at least for like the your upcoming shows, 
Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. So if there's a listener out there who lives in LA and wants to come, then you're going to be able to buy a ticket. Um, uh, but that's great. Uh, did you get to share all that you wanted? I think so. There's not much going. It's it's the first week of the year. I don't know what's going on in this industry, so that's all I have to plug. Awesome. Well, great. Yeah. Uh, we'll learn more, I'm sure, as the year goes yeah. on. But um, <laughs> we are about to discuss uh, your general history with video games. But before we do, will you please introduce what you've brought on for the main event later and call me by your game? Yes, uh, I. How, how am I supposed to say? I brought in a game called <laughs> Chameleon. I can't wait. It's uh, yeah. uh, like one of my favorite things on the show uh, is when a guest brings on a game that I have like heard of my whole life, but don't actually know very well. Mm -hmm. And then I have to do research on it, and I'm like, "This is the game that you brought on," and it's truly. You never know what the surprise is going to be, but I'm really excited to hear from you a little later Yeah. on Kid Chameleon. He's a he's yeah. a bad little boy. Um, but uh, anyway, <laughs> when it comes to your history with video games, can you look back and remember like the earliest or early memories of you taking an interest in them? Yeah. Uh, so I have two older brothers. They're like 10 and eight years older than me. So pretty significant. That'll do it. Um, and like, obviously they were young boys and I, I think we've had a system in the house, whatever house we were in since I was wow. like able to walk. Um, I think the first, my first introduction, I didn't, they never let me play the NES, um, <laughs> but I would watch them play obviously Zelda a lot, obviously wow. Super Mario. Um, they had a Game Boy that I was allowed to play with, but oh, I, interesting. when I first started playing it, I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was like probably my first introduction. And I think that's how me and my brothers bond and also communicate the best. Because oh, even yeah. to this day, like we barely talk on the phone. The only way we talk is if we're playing Call of Duty wow. together. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this might come up in your, uh, you know, when you're sharing about Kid Chameleon a little later. So, so forgive me if I'm broaching the subject early, but this is, uh, I'll call it a phenomenon mm -hmm. of like sort of giving ourselves an activity to sort of uh, almost brush away the field, the, the need to have like small talk in a sense. Mm -hmm. Um and as you can see, my brain is like slowly, the synapses are like as slowly connecting as possible this morning. Yeah. Um, but it's just something that I found is like also been a really easy way for me and m many others to connect about games. And I, it's kind of reminiscent, the, the uh, sort of example I like to use is if you're like at a party or, and you're maybe meeting someone for the first time and talking to them, some people mm -hmm. are socially amazing and can just have like a conversation and they're so present and it's like mm -hmm. there's no stumbling blocks i'm not always like that and yeah. having like an activity or like playing a game together it just washes a lot of that away so i'm always so thankful really for it. yeah yeah and you can also learn a lot about people by how they play games <laughs> big time yes um, personalities really come out that way oh um, for sure yeah 
yeah i'm a very like chill person yes. and i'm a very chill game player like when okay. i play call of duty with my brothers like if we do plunder or whatever i'm just opening boxes i'm like yes near me. Just, i'm collecting <laughs> the money let me just collect the money <laughs> yeah we're playing together but i'm kind of doing my own chill thing yeah yeah uh, i'll stay I'll stay in the vicinity if you guys need me but i'm just getting the money <laughs> yes oh that's so funny um yeah so uh back to your history a little bit after i got us a, a little off track um for you you know maybe dur it was during or after this nes game boy era uh mm -hmm. do you remember the like early memories as well of like when you actually got your hands on games and were like getting into it for yourself oh yeah the first game that i beat ever was sonic 2 oh wonderful. Um, and which is it is a feat because yeah. there's no save you can't save and <laughs> remember fight... no save <laughs> oh my god what a terrible time um but yeah i like sega genesis was and kick me kick chameleon sega genesis uh that was probably like the the first time that i was like oh i love gaming um this is my jam um because I, Sega, Sega had some weird, weird shit because mm -hmm. we had we had um, Sonic Two, which I played. To it's still I still hear the music. I think you posted something today about yes. uh, the Chemical Zone music. Yeah, slaps. Um, Perfect day as we were going to be recording a, an episode about a Sega Genesis game. Like I saw the like from you, and I was like, "Oh, we're in sync yes. already." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A thousand percent. Um, I played a lot of this game called Quack Attack. Okay. Uh, which was Donald Duck is like a um like an archaeologist and he's like flying around this map. He shoots plungers <laughs> to jump on top of them. And it was like, this feels weird. I yes. don't know what this is about but it was a very hard very fun game yeah uh echo the dolphin oh of course a classic game. classic strange game yes um what else uh street streets of rage was great oh. <laughs> golden axe was perfect you which is like... just streets of rage just set in the past yes you were like, such a classic genesis kid I, yeah, I oh. still have, I, I have two Sega Genesis. One is like an original, and then the second one is like a later version yes. that they were like selling at a Walmart or something. Um, but yeah, I still, I have a bunch of games, NBA Jam. Oh, wow. Know. Yeah, I, I loved my Genesis. Well, oh. my brother's Genesis. <laughs> yes, well, hey, technically but, now it's yours, so. Technically it's mine, but like, at that time, I would always, it was in his room. Oh, yes. So we always have to ask him to play. Mm -hmm. And like me and my sister, we were children and he was like a teenager in high school. So he's like, no, you can't be in my room. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, gotta, I need my fix. Yes. I need my fix. So, <laughs> yeah, it was I, Genesis. I think like, yeah, Sega generally, because we had mm. a Saturn too. Oh, wow. Saturn, yeah. We had a lot of weird system. We had a Dreamcast. Yes. A PlayStation, never an N64. We had a GameCube. And that's where, like, we stopped as a family. And we all started going on about our own business as far as <laughs> game systems. Yes. 
That's cool, yeah. though. Uh, it's one of the few times I think the Sega Saturn has ever been mentioned, even on yeah. this podcast. Yeah, have some good games. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was one summer that I, the summer that we got it, we got it in winter, and then that summer we like brought it to my grandma's house, and I watched my brothers beat Resident Evil, the first one. That oh, was like wow, the best summer of oh my, my life. Gosh, do you? So I didn't get to play those games as a kid. And when I say it like I wasn't allowed, I I probably wouldn't have been allowed. I didn't know it existed. Um, mm-hmm. But do you remember, was it scary as a kid? A thousand percent. Uh-huh. It was so scary because we would we would like wait to play it at night. That's really immersing yourself. All the lights and like they would take turns like switch, like passing the controller back and forth like level yes. level level but you know um i guess level level but yeah it was terrifying <laughs> it was so mm. terrifying it was one of the first games where i was like where like i saw you can mix things to make something else oh, yes. like you mix like herbs, herbs to make health yeah yeah, yeah. and i was like this is so cool yes. it was such like a puzzle game yeah <laughs> like really have to think totally well yeah. to to affirm you know young uh, 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 Sega Saturn Corinne a little bit. Uh, I played my first Resident Resident Evil game ever. Uh, this last like fall. Uh, Which one? They made a remake of two a few years ago. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, which we did for we do a games club every quarter on our network. So we like uh, there's like six or seven of us who play through the same game and uh, make like a week. Basically, we're doing a weekly podcast on it and. Mm-hmm played that for the first time and it was i was feeling all the things you were describing as a kid but as an adult because it's yeah. it really was impressive and i loved also mixing the herbs and being like well i've got like a red herb and a green herb but what and if i want the, the blue, herb? blue herb yeah yes a lot of stuff like that but um anyway well this is a this is a little bit of a tangent um mm-hmm. what system do you have currently you i think i have an xbox, xbox one okay yeah. cool i, I haven't think forged yet well i think that uh do you have game pass mm-hmm. okay great resident evil 2 remake this is just a this is a bonus recommendation uh is coming to game pass later this month i think so if you're at all curious or interested uh it'll be there for you thank you you're I welcome. probably will play it awesome uh well yeah. let me know if you do because uh again i was like this is amazing, and I why have it is it taken my whole life to get here? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but sorry to get us off track a little bit. I love the image of you all uh, waiting to play it until nighttime. That's just yeah. like such that's such like a tangible like sort of memory. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you ever like own a system for yourself? Like, did you ever have one that was like, oh, this is Corinne's? Um, not until my Xbox, I don't think. Gotcha. Um, I do, when we, when my brothers left, because they're older, uh, but when they left the house, me and my sister had a GameCube, and she is not a gamer, so games, it was technically mine. Oh, cool. I was the only one that played it. Um, and that was like, that was like high school, and I would like lock myself in our den, like our upstairs den, Mm -hmm. um because since my brother moved out we had an extra bedroom and my parents turned it into a den and i would put on i had like a five cd changer 
card, I, which had the Eminem show, <laughs> Destiny's Child Survivor, um, NSYNC's Celebrity, uh, and then like two, oh, Linkin Park's Hybrid Theory. Oh my and, gosh. Uh, John Legend's Get Lifted. <laughs> And this was my, this had to be my senior year specifically, Yes. but like, because John Legend, that didn't come out until my senior year before that, I don't know what it was, but I would like have that CD changer mm-hmm. on rotation and playing Crash Bandicoot Warped <laughs> to hold oh. the cows came home. Like, <laughs> my goodness. Yeah. And Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem, yes. spent a lot of time on that game. Um, there was another, oh, a Crash Crash Course Racing, I think is what it's called. Crash yeah. Bandicoot, like their version of uh, Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and a lot of Twisted Metal too. Oh my goodness, yeah. that's that was a good time. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. I, I mean, a, I'm a huge fan of the GameCube. To this day, I literally one is plugged in over there. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I swear, I'm a GameCube fan. Um, but uh, the you've already you continue to paint such like great pictures for me and like you're doing a lot of like scene painting which i'm gonna have you do later in the show too so like you're already you know just those those improv skills are warming up uh or those memory <laughs> skills but yeah. just thinking about like like i can relate to in my own way of sort of like closing myself in my in like a room and mm-hmm. setting the vibe and just like using your limited ch- like time as a as like a young adult or kid to mm-hmm. like the fullest uh yeah and it sounds like you did that especially like i'm just so glad you could recall uh the five cds in that changer too yeah yes <laughs> I, and i know those cds like i yes. could sing them word for word yeah um no skips on any of them no i imagine <laughs> that you know as in like as your sanity meter is just dipping uh you just hear chester yes. bennington just go yes. like, it starts with what <laughs> <laughs> that's gosh that's yeah. so good um yeah we had a lava lamp too that i would always plug in when i was in that room okay yeah okay i think we know that we've got a person of taste on the podcast today thank you so much you're thank so you. welcome Not i know I... how to curate a vibe <laughs> yes you didn't need me to acknowledge that but i just i honestly felt compelled to um thank you. this is great uh do you you know maybe after you um you know graduated and i'm not sure if you like went to school or moved away but did you do any gaming like after that period before you got your xbox were you playing friend stuff yeah yeah so there was actually a very during like while i was in college nobody really had a system nobody mm-hmm. that i talked to really had a system um and if they did like that that wasn't our friendship you yeah. know um but i dropped out of college after my junior year and that summer I, instead of going home to my parents i went to my brother's house um his apartment in germantown maryland mm. it was a very depressed time for me because i yeah. was like well what do i do and he had a playstation can't even tell you the number because sure. this was what 2000 eight okay i'm gonna guess probably a three yeah yeah yes that sounds right and um i played kingdom hearts oh my goodness that was my that was like that was my like escape i played a lot of kingdom hearts that summer before i had to come home 
yes and taste music yeah do you remember at all was it like are you like a a disney person are you a final fantasy person were you just like no this is here i'm gonna play it um i'm kind of a disney person i'm not i'm not a disney adult but mm-hmm. like i know a lot we'll about take your disney. word for it <laughs> <laughs> i i know a lot about disney disney yeah. I mean, kind of raised me, I think. Mm. Um, mm, the evidence but... is mounting. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I like I saw that he had it, and I was like, yeah, this is kind of my vibe, mm-hmm. and it sucked me in. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I like. I didn't play it as a kid. I played some of it as an adult, but I do remember because I didn't have the systems that it was on as a kid. Being like, mm-hmm. what is this? Yeah. Like, as someone who liked Disney stuff enough and had mm-hmm. played a like a little Final Fantasy at a friend's, I was like, there's something about, at least for me, uh, like, the mixing of genres or elements yeah. where I'm like, this is kind of fucked up, but I like it. <laughs> and that's, like, I think <laughs> how I felt. Poor baby. Yeah. 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 Um, did you, yeah. so you, you just, you played that while you were there, you were saying. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, I played that while Dang. I was there. Yeah, that's a great. Um, um, I mean, uh, as you said, it, it's a bit of a depressing time, but like a great specific memory that you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was, it was a rough. That was a rough year, but like when I think about the fun stuff that happened yes. that year, it was playing. One of them was playing that game, Definitely. which tells you how bad it was. Yeah. How bad that year was. <laughs> it's like, oh, Kingdom Hearts was a highlight. Yes. Well, hey, you know what? You're speaking to the right person to take that seriously and to not yeah. feel like, oh, well, then everything else must have been bad. I'm like, you were doing great. Um, uh, that's wonderful. Uh, I've got just a couple more questions for you mm-hmm. about your history with gaming. Um, the first of which is, uh, was getting your Xbox sort of a return to gaming for you? And, and how did that happen, if so? Yes, it was. Um, and this goes back to my brothers. I did not buy it. My oldest brother oh. bought it for me. No for my way. Birthday. Yeah. Oh. And this, this was 2020, mm. like December of 2020. So like mid pandemic. Yeah. Um, and he was like, you know, we should, we should game together. We should play Call of Duty or something yeah. or Overcooked. And I was like, this is the best gift anyone's ever given me um my brother gives me very good gifts yeah i'm very spoiled by my brothers um but yeah he he got me that xbox and i we played call of duty we played overcooked together because my other brother has a son so you know we bonded that way but uh the game that maybe got me through the pandemic was assassin's creed valhalla Oh wow! Did you mention this as as like a one you were considering? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yes. yes, yeah. Um, that game may be my favorite game ever. Wow! <laughs> because yeah, because it's so beautiful, and I love an open world so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like they created such a rich, lovely open world, and I love kind of like Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem. Like I like stuff that has some root in actual history. Oh yeah, which sure. is yeah and and like every like truly every mission or whatever i like looked up the people that i interacted with to Uh see if they were real people and a lot of them were real people and i was like well i'm learning 
I'm yeah. learning and also pillaging and plundering. Yes. You can't beat it. You, you can, can do both. It. You can do both. Uh, <laughs> we can train multitudes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I had um a guest come on in uh I want to say October who brought on Assassin's Creed Odyssey, mm -hmm. um, which may have been the one that preceded Valhalla. And yeah. he he liked it for many reasons, but um one thing that you had in common was like enjoying like the history and yeah. diving into that. Cause it is I wonder if it has something to do with like learning a little bit, at least like in California, we learned a little bit about like the Greek and Roman histories mm -hmm. for whatever reason. That's like such a focus, not to make it a whole Roman Empire bit right now, but yeah. like I want, I'm just sort of speculating with no end here. Um, outside of being like, he also found that interesting, the history element. <laughs> Roman Empire. Yes. Yeah. Uh, gosh too funny um that's that's great i'm so glad that you have that uh that xbox and and what a just very sweet gift uh yeah. the last uh actually i still i still got a couple questions yeah. um the first of which uh is has there been a game that you've been playing uh recently whether it's one that you've been revisiting or like a discovery that you wanted to highlight today um, I actually haven't been gaming much. Mm. Um, the so Xbox Xbox Game Pass lets you buy old like three six or like get download old three sixty games. Yes. Um, and I downloaded Bejeweled three, and that <laughs> is a good way for me to turn off my brain. And yes. that's every time I turn on my Xbox, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like play this game. I want to mm -hmm. do this game, and nope. I go back to Bejeweled 3, and I think that's just where I am right now in my life. <laughs> yes, very understandable. Um, yeah, but I think, like, the last, like, real game, because that's not a real game, um, was Resident Evil Village, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, heard, I missed it, but I've heard it's fantastic. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it is. Did the, really did the large lady pick you up or anything like that? Yes. Of course she did. Uh, you know. What a highlight. That was like when that it game was... came out that year, it's all I ever heard about it was like step on yeah. my neck, this, this, and that. And you know, a lot of people were making a lot of porn with her in it. And I you gotta believe it. it. Yeah. You gotta hey, it. I won't I'm never you know, I'll do a lot of things. I'm not about to shut down an artist. Um uh the last question that I have for you is before we, you know, head to this break and then eventually talk about Kid Chameleon, is there any game from your history with gaming that you have yet to shout out that you would just be so bummed if you didn't get to? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to return to uh, our good friend Sega Saturn. Uh, so there's a game called Bug, but then they had a sequel called Bug 2. Uh, and... So <laughs> <laughs> and Bug 2 is so fun and silly and funny and just like, I don't know. It's great. It's a great yes. game. It, I haven't figured out how to play this game ever again, mm. uh, but if you get your hands on it, have a great time with it because it's just this 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 little green bug and he he's like shooting movies, <laughs> but in these movies, he's also getting killed i don't know oh my like, goodness 
trying to fight for his life. Oh, um, this is really funny because, uh, like, I just started searching for it because I've never heard of this game. And yeah. the title Bug 2 is Bug T-O-O, mm-hmm, which uh, mm-hmm. I can already tell this is a masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Um, there's, like, there's quotes from Monty Python in there. Like, it's wow. really fun. Yeah. Dang. It's a really fun game <laughs> what a like hidden gem that you saved for the end here and that this was such an era of like uh sort of pop culture heavy reference references yeah. in like these 3d platformers i don't know let me see let me make sure i'm not about to spoil uh, uh okay great no actually <laughs> i'm gonna save it because this is okay. one of my recommendations for you at the very end actually ties okay. so perfectly <laughs> okay um but but th- but also thank you for bringing this game up and honestly mm-hmm. teaching me something today because i i didn't know what this is and i'll also say looks like it's very expensive uh to buy um but i'm sure you, it? yeah i'm sure emulation's possible but sega saturn yeah. games um are and sega dreamcast on the secondary market nowadays uh are just incredibly expensive for whatever reason are people actually buying them because i have them in a box wow they are i mean honestly just go just browse ebay and like check out like sold or like ended auctions for some of the stuff you have and you can see what they've been going for so that's okay yeah that's good to know because yeah all of that was at my grandma's house and well she passed away this year and we've cleaned it all out and it's all in storage okay we might be sitting on some bucks. Yes, and hey, you with all that money, who knows? You could fund Bug Three. Uh, but <laughs> someone anyway, has to. Hey, and it may as well make make that your Hollywood legacy. Uh, well, Corinne, this has been so much fun just to hear about your general history with gaming. Uh, mm-hmm. I I could poke and prod about way more of it for for a while. I feel like, but we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break, and then. When we come back, we'll finally get into all things Kid Chameleon. So I'll see you on the other side. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game. Uh, I, Connor McCabe here, am still with my guest, uh, Corinne Wells. Corinne, welcome back. Hi, hello. Hello, hello. We uh, are going to finally get into the meat of the episode and discuss Kid Chameleon. Um, Mm -hmm. Corinne, like I told you before as well, before we dive into your personal history with it, I'm going to do a little table setting for us and just just introduce this game to the audience. Um, But if you want to jump in at any time and add on or whatnot, you got the green light. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, What, without further ado, here... I go. Kid Chameleon is a 1992 platform game developed and published by Sega and released for the Sega Genesis. In the game, a boss character with artificial intelligence in a virtual reality video game, very meta already, uh, begins abducting players and the main protagonist, Casey, goes in to beat the game and rescue them. He does this by using masks to shapeshift into different characters in order to use different abilities. It was later released in Japan as Chameleon Kid. Really important distinction. Uh, and I'm actually, that probably has to do with like I was just in, in, in Mexico, and I feel like I totally understand how languages work now uh, and why <laughs> adjectives go before and after stuff. Anyway, 
not important. Uh, after its initial release in 1992 for the Genesis, it was later re-released a number of times in the 2000s, including uh, part of the Sega Smash Pack 2 for the PC in 2000, the Sega Genesis Collection for the PlayStation Portable and the PlayStation 2 in 2006, and as a digital release in the Wii's Virtual Console in 2007, uh, and also in Sonic's Ultimate Genesis Collection for the 360 and PlayStation 3 in 2009, uh, and for the Sega Forever service in 2017. And I believe you were telling me um, that it's also available on uh, like a, a pack or a function on the yeah. Xbox currently. Yeah, yeah. There's like yeah. a Sega collection on the Xbox. Yeah. Yes. Um, there's on the Nintendo Switch. There is a uh, as a part of like their expansion pack for the online service. You can download Genesis games as well for free. Um, and I wonder if this game is a part of it. I'm gonna do a quick search not yeah. that it's that important but uh Sega Genesis I think it is important. <laughs> more people have to play this game yeah they really do. I mean come on Nintendo uh well let's see oh yeah um oh no this is just from a website anyway I can't really tell just from the quick and lazy search I did <laughs> but if you've got this it's worth checking out it's also worth also worth checking I have the um I don't own a Genesis, but I own the Genesis Mini. Um, mm -hmm. Do you know this console? I do know that console, yeah. Yes. So, because I was like, you know, what if I want to experience some of these? So I bought it when it was really cheap because they didn't sell very well. And um, I'm also wondering if that game is on there too. Again, yeah. research I just could have done before the episode. <laughs> and we had extra time anyway. But I um, love real time. I love real time research. Isn't it fun to just wonder on a podcast? Yeah. Um, <laughs> But this game, you know, it it's got its own uh its own legacy for sure. Uh Corinne, uh when it comes to table setting and just like important details about the game uh before we dive into your history, is there anything else that we should share? Yeah, I I don't know. I I feel like it's really important to note that this game um has so many levels mm -hmm. and it's not linear <laughs> at all. Yeah. Like it's not a linear game. Like you know, like with Sonic, right? You beat you beat the 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 green zone, mm -hmm. green zone two. Then you go into chemical zone, <laughs> chemical zone two. Then you do aquatic zone, aquatic zone two. With this, it's a crapshoot where yeah. you'll end up. <laughs> it truly is a crapshoot. Um, I feel like every time I've played it, I've played the same way. Yes, uh, because that's what I know, and mm -hmm. I don't like to be surprised. Yeah um but yeah it's it's like it's it's fun in that way uh, cool. where you're like oh i can i can either beat the level land on this flag and beat the level or i can land on this um little transporter and it'll put me in fuck knows where yeah <laughs> i love that about that game yes it's but, it's really like sort of i mean I, I assume other games are doing this and i know at least with like or something like this and i know mm -hmm. at least with um super mario brothers uh super mario brothers series there's like ways to skip levels or also make it mm -hmm. not quite so linear but this game it seems like was doing that on another level as well yeah. uh and is kind of ahead of its time in that way i think so i think it was a ahead of its time um because like it does it is like it's essentially super mario Mm -hmm. yeah um but like on crack 
Yeah. <laughs> like, like if if Mario did crack cocaine, yes. that is this game is. Um, yeah, it's like nuts because yes. like yeah, he's he. I I don't want to like get too into it right now. I don't yeah. know if you have like questions about it, but yeah. Honestly, it's kind of a perfect time to get into like your history with it. Um, okay. Yeah. Where where I'd like to start is, uh, mm-hmm. do you remember? <laughs> uh how you came to play this game was it one that you just had on that ge- genesis that you referenced earlier yeah my brother's my brother had it yeah my brother had it he just had like a pile of cartridges no boxes mm-hmm. never a box so yes. i didn't know the backstory of this game i didn't know i never took the time to read the the preamble i was like shut up i want to <laughs> get to the first level I don't need to read this preamble. So the fact that his name is Casey is new to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And I, I know this game very yes. well. So I was like, oh, he had a name. I thought it was Kid Chameleon. <laughs> yes, and I think, does he um, have a, does he have a second? He might even have a last name too. No, it's just, as far as I can tell, just a first name. So I don't need to. Uh, bring another revelation to you but um yeah as you were saying no more revelation (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah he like or or my my brothers like never had boxes for any of their games so like i they just had piles of cartridges so once i beat sonic um i was like okay what's next um and i put kick chameleon in and i was like okay first of all this soundtrack Hell yeah. Yeah. It's Bob. Um, it's like, doom, 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 doom. <laughs> it's a really good bass. Honestly, I can hear it. <laughs> Thank you. You're Thank you so much because I did it perfectly. <laughs> um, but yeah, he like the first box that you hit in the first level is a mask. And this, mm-hmm. this, he, this that's his thing he's a chameleon he yes. puts on these masks, much like mario you know you get the feather or you get you know the the fire flower thing um he gets these masks but these masks are like a samurai um jason yes yeah <laughs> literally jason uh he throws hatchets um you can be like this skull in like this skull commander in a tank wow um, and that's the only way i can describe it uh because it's he's just rolling on a tank and it's a skull sitting on top and he shoots more skulls uh you can be i said a samurai that's the first one yes that's a very good box um you can be like a knight and his whole thing is that he can climb which I don't think that tracks. Yeah, interesting. But <laughs> um, he also, for some reason, has the most lives, I guess, because of his armor. Mm. Um, he can be like this, another like skull looking thing, but with like a, a, like a spike mohawk, but like bone. It's like bone. Oh, <laughs> like his hair is his bone. <laughs> yeah, and he can ram into things uh-huh. um, and like break bricks or whatever um i think i feel like oh he can be a little fly oh of course <laughs> and buzz and like do this he can also be a little tornado um and i think that's m- most if not all of them sure that he can. yes uh but all of them are so surprising mm-hmm. and like they pop up 
like they these boxes for for those specifically pop up in places where sometimes you don't even need them mm. and it's like, why why am i this person here and it's just with you it's oh, just wow. a, it's just to mess with you. to get you to be like oh it's there i should definitely get I it. Should use it and it's yeah. not it's a detriment actually <laughs> dang that's sort of yeah. like reminiscent of a lot of games from that era where you there was a lot of memorization involved uh and oh knowing gosh, so what to use when so much memorization involved mm. and like no like you have to know the level yes you have to know it otherwise mm. guess what you're gonna fall to your death yeah. Or you're going to be smushed by drill, like a drill wall coming at you. It's That's... it's a wild game. Yeah, brutal. This is one that I think you said that you've like you you haven't you never finished and like continue mm-hmm. to attempt. Continue to attempt. Yeah. Yes. Now that I have access to it, yeah. I actually like when we had first emailed each other. I was like, let me see how far I can get, and like I beat the boss for the first round but mm-hmm. then there's a whole other round and i'm like oh this i can't i can't I do bet. this i can't because there's still on at least on my system no save feature oh no <laughs> yeah so oh my and there's goodness. yeah and now that i pay my electric bill i'm not leaving my xbox on <laughs> get no, out of here yeah you're not going to school with the tv off but system on <laughs> Um, yeah, I can't do that. That's that's a bummer. I this is a also tang- tangential, but I know on a lot of uh, modern ways that people play retro libraries like this, like Nintendo often has like a, at least like a save state feature. If mm-hmm. not, some of their systems, like their older stuff, you can just like straight up rewind for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so if like you fall into a pit, you can just rewind back there and then uh-huh. try it again. Um, so I. If this is on Switch Online, I also will do more wondering and wonder if that's a feature because that sounds like it'd be pretty useful for this game. Yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. Um, (laughs) Do you, you know, looking back, can you remember or and it's okay if like some of your like more recent experiences with it bleed in because that's just how it goes. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you remember what uh, when you were playing it, at least when you finally got into it, what drew you to it or or what you just like remember uh like uh enjoying or being drawn sucked in by sort of um i think sounds are a big thing for me Mm. um i think that's one why i like sonic 2 so much because the soundtrack again slaps Mm -hmm. but like even not just like the overarching music but like the sound of him bouncing on like a thing you can bounce on like the sound that happens when he puts on a certain helmet um or mask like when he does the samurai it's shishing yeah (laughs) or when he does um when he puts on the jason mask i think it's like yeah something like that um it's it's like a very like those smaller sounds yeah, it's like very distinct. yeah and also like it's such a vibrant beautiful game mm-hmm. color wise too um because like the other boxes hold emeralds mm-hmm. and they are just like the most pretty things in the world yes <laughs> like the colors that they choose for them are just stunning yeah stunning um yeah it's little stuff like that um i love that that the genesis is you know that both the genesis and the super nintendo being you know sort of 
rival systems and fans minds at least mm-hmm. uh are both known and have very distinct uh sort of looks and the visuals and also uh like audio systems and the and the mm-hmm. sound chips that they used made them both very distinct and so like pe- people who uh grew up with w- either one of those like have such an attachment to like just yeah. the sound like the sound uh sort of scape that they were pulling from to make all of these effects like mm-hmm. so i i would i bet you could just listen to countless hours of like genesis like music or sound effects and just be so jo- overjoyed absolutely absolutely like i i listen to the sonic music all the time yes oh my god yeah it's very nostalgic and i also think like and this is completely me speculating um about our generation but like i think our generation was one of the first generations to like have jingles all the time Mm-hmm. and so like music that almost sounds like a good song jingles all the time yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry not worth um, sidetracking you for a bit apologies no, okay but like i think like our relationship to sound like that's how people sold to us yeah. um mm-hmm. so i think the nostalgia of it of, of everything from back then kind of you know i don't know yeah. stays with us in a different way than other generations yeah it's like our brains were rewired to like be sort of susceptible to to what however that's used and Mm -hmm. for in a lot of ways at least from the things that we're nostalgic about are very uh warm and like delightful memories like that sort of thing yeah just childhood memories yes um when it comes to uh well i would like to know get into a little more of like sort of the context of when mm-hmm. you had this time with it and 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 of course uh feel free to con- also share as it bleeds into the rest of your life or like what it's looked like looks like for you today but i want to start with that scene painting exercise that i referenced so i know this was set up in your older brother's room can you scene paint for me what that room was like where it was in your house you know the thousand percent. so it was on the second floor in the front of the house across from my parents bedroom mm-hmm. so like the hall uh and his bedroom was my bedroom was behind his bedroom Mm. so and there was a closet in between so i would like you know walk up to his bedroom suck myself up and be like knock knock jj (laughs) (laughs) just conjured the cutest image i've ever seen in my mind And he'd be like either, no, I'm on phone or yeah, hold on. Um, and then <laughs> I would go into his room and his bed was like sitting against the wall. And then across from his bed was the door. And then then next to the door, there was his like this ugly <laughs> red and white Ikea dresser. Uh-huh. Um, very just like of the time. Yes. And then a little i don't even i don't know tv sizes i i can't tell you the size of this tv yes. but it was like it wasn't tiny but mm-hmm. it wasn't huge it was like it was a box tv yes um did not did not show television it was strictly for the game yeah um, there's no cable box there were barely antennas um <laughs> it's just for the game um and so i would sit against the back of the the foot of his bed on the floor he had this disgusting blue carpet mm. uh, it was like 
was like a little deeper blue than cornflower blue. And they say the Genesis was on a floor, on the floor in front of the dresser. And he just had just stacks of cartridges. Um, and then on the other side of the wall was his record player. And like, even then my dad used to be a DJ. So we had a lot of records. Oh, cool. uh, I would like put on a record or mm. put on a brother CD player or just turn on a radio. Um, the records I would play was like Santana, <laughs> uh, weird for a child. Uh, but yeah. And then I would just go at it yes. until my brother would be like, get out of my room or yeah. go do your work. Yeah. Oh, that's, Oh gosh, it there's... smelled bad. It smelled so bad. Yeah, your older brother's room. I yeah. I'm not going to take a lot of convincing to get me to believe that. I believe you. Uh, that's so funny. Uh, and and thank you for painting that. It, a lot of those images for me. It it, it really jumped off the description. Uh, that's so great. There's something to it's really fun to like remember that. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. So sometimes too for me. And, well, a big reason that I like to do that exercise on these episodes is that it it can start to jostle memories loose a bit um, or or just like feelings. And so it, it's always fun for me to hear from other people because I know I can do that so distinctively about my life now because, um, you know, I'm just addicted to nostalgia in a very unhealthy way. Um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> truly. And I think it's also because of our things yeah. we don't need to get into about what our generation has gone through. Um, but uh, as we are here, you know, you know, done a little scene painting. What do you remember, uh, at least from that sort of time, uh, about your about like your life or what you had going on, whether it was general or if even if there are specific memories that you have, you can share those as well. But it's up to you. Yeah. Um. What did I have going on? I don't. I was a kid. Very I was in little. elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> I was like either, maybe like, when I was playing this game, it was probably like, I was fourth through sixth grade. Okay, gotcha. Um, because after after sixth grade, that's when my brother went into the military. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like, yeah, what I had going on was like, in sync. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah um writing in my diary to justin timberlake yes. i named my diary justin timberlake <laughs> hey yeah. you, just, you don't need any confusion on who it's to right <laughs> let's just cut that let's just cut that confusion yeah, out i know who it is i know who i'm talking to i know who's going to read this. yes um i was reading goosebumps you know oh my um, goodness this is great yeah just like being a little child and also like really trying to emulate my brothers. I mm -hmm. looked up to them a lot and I would like try to wear my brother's clothes, even though he mm -hmm. was bigger than me. <laughs> yeah. um, not like bigger, but like he, he was a teenager. Yeah. And I was, child. Um, yeah, I was, I was like, what I guess is now not okay term to say, but I was like, what is known as a tomboy back then. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And just like, I did love playing outside, but boy, when I was inside, give me in front of that Sega yes. or in the TV period. Yeah. yeah. Talk to me. <laughs> yes. No, that's, that's really good. Um, yeah. were you, do you remember, um, not to dive into anything too much, uh, because you've already given me so much here, 
what you were at that age, uh, what other activities you, you were doing? I know you had just talked about inside outside a bit, but did you have, were you playing, were you a sports kid? Were you like uh, a reader? I'm kind of curious. Um, I was a TV watcher. <laughs> nice. I well, was. you I... know what? Here, mom, mom and dad, it worked. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I like, I didn't get introduced to sports until like junior high. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't get introduced to acting really and performing until junior high. Mm -hmm. um, reading, I read Goosebumps. Yes. And that was it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was like, this is everything else is stupid. I don't, I don't care about Amelia Bedelia. Yeah. Goosebumps. <laughs> goosebumps or die, baby. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was, I was watching a lot of television. Yeah. Like the TV raised me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's our generation. Well, yeah. I want to just ask about that a little bit while we're here um, before we move on. But like, what were some shows, at least at the time, that were like meaningful to you? Yeah. Well, I started every morning with the facts of life. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Um, and then Great way to start your day. Really good way to start my day. Um, and then Saved by the Bell a little bit wow. in the morning. Um, and then when I came home, it was Dragon Ball Z and uh, Sailor Moon uh, and the real adventures of Johnny Quest or the new mm. adventures of Johnny Quest. Um, and sorry, my dog is not happy that the door is closed. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> She's banging on it. Um, and then by that time, my parents were home. So I would like try to rush and finish my homework Yes, uh, in time for Jeopardy and Scooby-Doo. <laughs> oh my gosh. You really were a TV watcher. That's a, that's yeah. several lineups. Yeah. That's awesome yeah. though. And I feel like it kind of like your the the CDs that were in that five CD changer. I feel like it really mm -hmm. paints like just like how versatile your taste at least seems. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of we got the facts of life and DBZ and Jeopardy in the same like comfort zone for you. Yeah, that's so yeah. Funny. I like a lot of things. Yeah, um, that's great. Well, um. When it comes to, I do want to leave a little space too for you. I know you said this is a game that you've revisited over the years and like mm -hmm. played kind of recently. Is there anything you have to say about coming back to it? It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> it is a hard game. Yes. Um, sorry, she's my dog's barking. She's upset. No um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's still hard. Mm -hmm. Like, I am obviously a much better gamer altogether mm. but like that game is so stressful i don't know if you experience this but like i remember very vividly like with every game that i played um as a kid my hands would get so sweaty mm -hmm. especially if i was like dealing with heights in the video game oh interesting um, like i would go back to sonic 2 the airplane one the airplane level I like my hands would just be drenched. Oh my goodness. And when I was playing when I was playing recently, when I was playing Kid Chameleon recently, I like got that feeling and I haven't had that feeling before like since since I was a wow. kid. I was like, "Oh no. <laughs> this is back." You look in the yeah. mirror and you've got like pigtails or something like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, but it's 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 fun. I mean, it's fun to like revisit and like also just be reminded of 
how nuts this game is. Yes. Um, yeah, nostalgia is such a it's such a funny thing. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you just want to like go back to the thing that you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and like I know that game, and I think like once I got to the level that I didn't know, I was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, this... I really want to beat it, but I don't think it's gonna happen in this lifetime. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It. That's that's really interesting. It meant it like you got to the place where you wanted to, and it met the need of that revisit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, that's great. You know, um, before we sort of close out this segment and move on to the post show, uh, fun stuff that I've got for you, real quick. Um, would you? Uh, well, first of all, is there anything you haven't got to say about gotten the chance to say about this game or your experience yet, or have you gotten to? Um, I will say that. I, I really think everyone should play this game. Um, but like the uh like the villain in this game yes. is so nuts <laughs> <laughs> to look at. Mm-hmm. Um because it's a three-headed it's it's a pole going through three giant heads and their eyes are this big and they are moving side Ooh. to side. And he like each head does this and opens its mouth and shoots a fireball. Um, And like, that's, that's the boss. And every bad thing in this video game is terrifying. Yes. (laughs) Like legitimately terrifying. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I don't know. That's so funny. (laughs) I'm glad you brought up that element of it though, because like it's got this game has sort of like an edginess to it, um, at least <laughs> even on the cover um, or the images I've seen. And then, uh, but there, so I'm not surprised to hear that there's also sort of like a like a visceral, scary element to it as yeah. well. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, um, before we move on as well, the last thing I was going to do was, um, can you sort of. Uh, just wrap up your feelings about this game or or just put a bow on whatever place it held for you. Yeah. Um, I don't know, Kick Chameleon. I, I, and I think because when I bring it up to people, not many people know what it is. So that makes mm-hmm. it all the more special for me that like I got to experience it when I was a kid. Um, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's a good game. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I wish there were more people I could reminisce about it with. Yes. But even I think it's there. There is still something very special about not being able to do that. Um, sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there are dozens of you out there. Uh, <laughs> we, we just need to find those people. Um, well, um, we got a couple fun things to do before we close out. But Corinne, thank you so much for bringing yeah. on Kid Chameleon to discuss. That was uh, really fun to just hear about your time with it. Yeah, thank you for having me. You bet. Um, so the first of our post-show segments is, of course, the Fact Me by Your Game segment. And this is just where I share fun facts with my guest about the game they've brought on today. Um, so I've got two for us. Um, both of these come from uh, – let me double-check the YouTube channel that I got this from called The the Sega Lores. Uh, and this video is titled The Kid, obviously after Kid Chameleon. Um mm-hmm. And I have this titled Kid Chameleon Inspo. Now, during the development of Kid Chameleon, the game was known originally as Dylan Charles, a.k.a. The Chameleon. So total surprise to me. Um, 
the, <laughs> the game's protagonist, Kid Chameleon, was inspired by real-life Sega employee Dean Sitton, um, who I guess was like known to be really good at playing video games, which kind of makes sense that the character yeah. goes into a game. Um, and this guy, uh, Dean, is also known for naming – for giving Dr. Robotnik his full name, which is Dr. Uh, Ivo Robotnik. And the Sonic the Hedgehog series. So, yeah. So, just a little interesting thing. You know, this all before they just made the name of the game, the kid or kid chameleon and named the kid Casey. Um, mm -hmm. So, that's the first fact. The second is uh, uh, I have titled Kid Comic Chameleon. And that's because Kid Chameleon had his own comic strip uh, in uh, Fleetway's Sonic the Comic in August 1993. Um, I guess. I know. I guess in this uh, comic, the the kid is named Casey, which I think may be where the name comes from, uh, mm -hmm. like the comic strip and not the actual game information, which just makes sense why you're like, I don't know. Um, uh, <laughs> but as he enters, this is as he enters the Wild Side Arcade to rescue his friend Susie. Um, so it's always for a girl. It's always for a girl. And does this game pass the Bechdel test? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm I'm not gonna try to answer that question. Uh, I don't think it does. Yeah, probably not. Uh, I don't who, think there's a single woman in it. Yeah, maybe not a, a standard to hold this Sega Genesis game to. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's it for the uh fact me by your game segment, and I'll lead us into the final one for the podcast: the game recommendations. Um. I previewed this a bit earlier, but Corinne, this segment is my one forced tie into the movie Call Me By Your Name, where I'm going to treat this game, Kid Chameleon, as your army hammer, your passionate summer Italian fling um, that unfortunately isn't going to work out. So I'm going to try to find three new flings for you to just get over this heartbreak with. Please. Yes. Please do. Um, these all will have something in common with the game you brought on today because I find familiarity goes a long way. So here we go. Um, the first of which is if what you take away from this game is you love snarky boys and you want another brutal, bouncy platformer like Kid Chameleon, I'll recommend a game I had as a kid on the Nintendo called Bart Meets Radioactive Man. Uh were you just, I don't know if you're a Simpsons fan at all. Do you, you know Bart? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know Bart I'm Simpson? Familiar. I'm familiar. I think yes. I've heard of This game, yeah. like, was one that we got from, like, a like a pawn shop in my neighborhood growing up that I really liked. But upon review, like, kind of going back to it now and as, adult, as an adult, it is brutally difficult. But, again, if you like the snarky boys, this is going to be yeah. for you. Um, okay. The uh, – the uh, next recommendation I have for you is that if you want a similar game where you are gaining new abilities by basically trying on like a mask sort of element and going around a world, um, but you really want to play one where you're a dead kid, uh, I'll recommend a game called Avenging Spirit. Uh, now this is an old game where you play a kid who dies. And your spirit inhabits different like objects or like uh, or uh, beings in order to like save people or like prevent accidents from happening or take out a bad like you. There's one example that I saw on a video where your spirit goes into like 
a, a pole that you then make fall down to hit a bad guy so uh, someone doesn't get robbed or something like that. Um, I love that so yeah, much. There's a bunch of versions of this out there, but Avenging Spirit is the name. Okay. And lastly, is if what you took away from this game, Kid Chameleon, is that you are a lover of amphibians. That's really all you care about. And you don't like just amphibians. You need them to be pretty cool. I'll go ahead and recommend a game called Gex. Enter the Gecko. Do you, are you familiar with the, with our green friend Gex at all? I It's like jogging my memory a little bit. Like so I, yeah. this, this is like the, the, the connection between Bug 2 that you were talking about earlier where it's you're playing as sort of a, well he's he's sort of a James Bond type this Gex uh and mm -hmm. this game is full of pop culture references that do not need to be there <laughs> so if that was your thing and you took away yeah. from Kid Chameleon as you like the name Chameleon I think Gex Enter the Gecko is going to be for you okay um, yep right. uh so I'll go ahead and wrap up this segment by just recounting these we had for you Bart meets Radioactive Man avenging spirit and gex enter the gecko that'll do it for that segment and that'll actually bring us to the end of the show so uh before we go and plug whatever we want uh thanks again for doing this corinne this is so much fun you know getting to know you a little better and hearing about you know a game that means something to you yeah thank you so much for having me um yeah i don't know i'll just plug ucb in general well <laughs> <laughs> yeah they they felt that they are so proud and I, I will put your shows that you mentioned in the show notes so thank people you. can attend. Thank you. Yeah, and if you want to take an improv class, I teach too. <laughs> oh, sick! What levels are you teaching right now? Uh, one hundred one and four hundred one. I think sick. are up on the website right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, very cool. Um, amazing. Uh, I'll go ahead and just close this out with a series of plugs of my own. Uh, the cover art for Call Me By Your Game is done by the artist Glenn J. You can find him and his other great work on Instagram at Glenn with two N's dot J A Y. This show is produced, edited, and the original music that you hear at the top is done by Jeremy Schmidt. Uh, if you want to give him a thank you for all the hard work he puts onto my podcast, you should check out his show, Video Games, a comedy show wherever you get yours. Uh, you can follow me on social media on Twitter and Instagram at Connor underscore McCabe. I'm on Blue Sky at Connor McCabe. Uh, I actually streamed last night for the first time in a while. So if you want to follow me there and see most of these episodes of this podcast live, you can follow me at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69. Uh, and then lastly is like I said up top, if you like the conversations that I have with people about video games and you uh, would like something in return for supporting that, you can support us on Patreon. We're over at patreon.com slash super NPC radio. We're like I said, for a dollar a month now, you can uh, support us. Uh, you can drop into our Discord. Well, there's an exclusive channel there for all people uh, who support us on Patreon. You get an access to our backlog of Super NPCs episodes. It's 180 bonus podcasts uh, at just that tier alone. But if you're a fan of the Mass Effect series for the first quarter of this year, we're going to be playing through the original Mass Effect game uh, and doing a weekly podcast about it. And if you're hearing this episode, the first episode of that series comes out in two days for all $5 supporters and up. So if that's something something you're interested in, check us out there. 
uh, you, you will like what you find. But that'll do it for this episode of Call Me By Your Game. We will see you on the next one. Thank you.